How's it going? It's Dave here from Lanson Road, and this is The Green Machine Live. Um, it's not really a full episode. Um, first of all, I'm on my own because uh, Nick's had a wedding. Um, Martin said um, he has a cold. Of course he does. Um, he sounded very fine to me yesterday. And Kenny, well, Kenny's probably used up his one day off of the year, so we won't be getting him for a bit. But listen... Um, We'll, we won't be on for too long. We'll be on as long as we get the comments coming in. It probably won't be too long because it, you know, it's a little bit uh, bit late in the day. And we can explain why that is. But have your comments. Um, anything you want to say about last night's game, just put it up there and I'll we'll have a chat about it. We'll see how it goes. Um, just to explain, the reason why we can't do a post-show live um, for a home game especially is because, well, if we don't get any press passes um basically well we can't can we because we're in with the the ordinary people um and the ordinary people are lovely by the way but uh once you go to the press box once it's very difficult to go back but uh we were there anyway uh last night i can actually show you the picture here um it was actually great it was my first game in two years to be with the lads sure did they are aren't they great Kenny there on the right, who we won't be seeing at any live games for the next uh, foreseeable future. Dave and Carl there. So it was a good crack anyway. But if you got anything to say about the game, um, put it on there. We'll have a little, little chat about it. It was a good result. Um, decent performance, I say. Um, but for, you know, you'd, you'd kind of hope that that would sort of put the Kenny doubters um, at bay. But obviously... It won't, um, <laughs> as I discovered last night, trying to spread that bit of positivity and uh, didn't quite go as well. But yeah, any comments, lads, just um, give us a shout there. But just to have a look, I mean, Liam Brady, for those of you um, who aren't in Ireland and don't have access to RTE, I sort of had it for a bit on my phone. I will show you what he was saying beforehand. He's very negative, um, Liam Brady which I thought was very weird, but we just played a bit of this clip last night from RTE. Your take on it, Liam, you know, that Richie mentioned about the momentum, um, you know, the confidence that has built the positivity around this team well, and around I, a lot of the supporters. I, I put the brakes on that a bit, Dara. It was against Azerbaijan and Qatar, uh, our most recent results. Uh, if it wasn't for the goalkeeper, Bazuno, I think we would have been well beaten by Serbia. Uh, he kept us in the game. So uh, I think the jury's still very much out. He's got these two games, but his contract goes on to next June, and there's a lot of games to be played. In March, we'll have some friendlies, um, and also in June, we'll have some Nations League games. If I was, if I was one of the people in the FAI that had to make a decision on, on Kenny, whether he stays or whether he goes, I'd wait. I'd sit and wait and wait till Would we you? played those games, yeah. Um, why do you think? Why do you think he deserves to get a new contract? I'm not saying now? I'm not offering an opinion in any way, Liam. I'm interested well, why in does your Richie opinion. Think he, why does Richie? But no, think? They're, they're, I did read a report that they said it could the FAI could meet the board as early as next week and sort this thing out. Yeah, well, that's it. That's uh, the I, I, if that's I, what's I'm going saying, to I'm saying, if I was one of those people in the FAI yeah. to make the decision, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in a no, rush. No, that, listen, I, I wouldn't be in that, a rush to make any decision. That's I the mean, view I is, want. Absolutely. This is this is possibly the worst campaign that we've ever had in the qualifying things for the Euros or, or for the World Cup in the last 20 odd years. But do you not see things kind of, like this, a, is, this is a massive test, the graph is We played Qatar and we played Azerbaijan. There's but a very understandable reason why this group of Ireland players 
Sorry, Richie. Go ahead. We were here. Look at the makeup of our starting lineup. Like, look at the players that this manager is relying on. Like, so it would be great if we could start this night tonight thinking points tonight or Sunday would make a difference as to whether or not we're still in the hunt to get to the World Cup. But Ogbeni, no one knew about him in senior football before this year. McGrath kicked his first ball in international football in June. Ombobama Daly would be playing, and he's a loss. Yeah. He's only a handful of caps as well. Like, Bazunu is a teenager. Like, these are young lads who... Our, our expectation of these players should be in line with what they're doing in their careers. And it should be in line with where they are in their international careers. So, we're going to finish third or fourth, right? If we don't win tonight, we're finishing fourth no matter yeah. what we do on Sunday. So, the significance of a win or a draw or a performance on Sunday it doesn't make a material difference the, in my the mind. The fourth place in a group has happened so three you want, times you want before. Kenny to get a new contract now? I would think You've we've seen You've changed your tune, enough. Richie. I, I, You've I, changed your tune big time. I was open-minded. From when? Well, from the last game we did here against Serbia. I said he shouldn't get a contract. No, you didn't say that. Exactly, because I, you kept, I did a very rare thing that people in this country have done. I kept an open mind. So I didn't hang me hat before he took the job and said, he's the man to lead us for years no matter how we do. Or to turn around and say, this fella's out of his depth no matter what he does. Your take. Well, there you go. Uh, Lee Brady, very negative on the whole thing. He would wait, uh, probably because he knows, you know, uh, probably you're not going to have many jobs, clubs or whatever coming in for Stephen Kenny. This is the job Stephen Kenny wants. This is the pinnacle of his career. It's not a stepping stone. It's not a retirement plan like a particular manager who, um, well, Liam would probably have taken a bullet for at one stage. And, and you know, you have to remember, Liam Brady, great player, terrible manager, um, but a fantastic player, was taking bullets for... Uh, metaphorically speaking, of course, for Trapattoni, his friend. And then, you know, he, he defended him. Shouldn't be not shouldn't have been on telly, really. He was when he Trapattoni wouldn't play Wes Houlihan, he said, you know, he defended Trapattoni, but when Martin O'Neill wouldn't play Wes Houlihan, he was slating Martin O'Neill. So there you go. Um very, very negative there and kind of um you know, just to give a little bit of context, obviously Richie was uh, quite supportive. I uh, bought a star. Uh, I'm only back from the airport, actually. Um, so I'm <laughs> a bit hoarse and tired. But um, Eamon Dunphy in the star here was actually quite positive about it. So we'll start with the back page. I feel like I'm on Sky News. Ron to remember. So there you go. And Eamon Dunphy turned around and said that the corner has been turned. Ireland are on the right path. With Kenny, do you agree with that? Let's hear from you. Do you agree with Liam Brady? Um, even after uh, the final whistle, and we will get your comments in a second when we see they're coming in now. This should be good crack altogether. Um, let's have a look at what Liam Brady said after the game. As yeah. a, you know, I'm, yeah. we no, have improved I, I from said that after Serbia. Yeah. I don't want people to think I'm mealy mouthed about uh, Stephen Kenny. I think he's doing a pretty good job. But whether he's the man to take it forward or not, I think we should wait. Wait before we make that decision. Why should we make a decision now? He's got another eight months to run on his contract, so why don't we wait? Do you not think it would give him a huge boost? Personally, as a well, coach, not, learning his not, trade at international about level? Him. It's not about him. It's about whether the team can qualify for the next Euros. That's what he said. That's what his aim is. Uh, he said the World Cup was beyond us. Uh, to qualify for the mm -hmm. World Cup. I think he was honest about that. 
But he didn't say that at the outset. He said that when sure. the, the, the whole thing was done and, done and dusted. Uh, so the FAI have a chance to assess him even further. Why should we? We've done that too often in the past, you know. It's given contracts out and then they've backfired on us. I would wait. Given contracts out and they backfired on us. Who could he be talking about? Um, <laughs> um, I mean, yes, we have done that. Martin O'Neill, um, when he was losing control of the World Cup qualifying group, Delaney, without the backing of Dennis O'Brien, uh, decided to offer John Delaney double his money. You know, this isn't the case. I mean, I know we're, we're seeing some of the comments there. We lost Luxembourg. Okay, yeah, we lost Luxembourg. Jack drew 0-0 with Liechtenstein. Mick lost 3-2 to Macedonia. Almost drew 2-2 in Malta. These things happen. I mean, am I the only one that sees this? That this is not just, um, you know, people are going on about the results. Okay, this is the worst campaign in 20 years, blah, blah, blah. But surely people can now see that it's not just about the results. It is about building something. Um, for, for how long have we had managers coming in for a ridiculous amount of money doing, you know, throwing us up? as much shit in the wall as possible and see if something sticks and you know you get a bit of longevity out of it not too much it's not really value for money is it and then it goes to shit and then another guy comes in and then gets a feel good factor and then it's you know it falls down again happened with trap it happened uh, with o'neill kind of didn't have well, sort of happened with mick as well but to be fair he had a, he had a totally different uh contract but you know to be fair with stephen kenny he, he is trying to build something new and it is getting better so for me from the beginning, I've taken a lot of shit for it. I'll take more shit for it. I don't care. Throw it at me. Um, you know, whatever. Um, it's my page as much as it's your page, so have your opinion on it. But uh, I, I think Stephen Kenny has to be given a new contract, and I think he will. I think, though, he has to get the results against Luxembourg to just rubber stamp it. I mean, for some of the Kenny doubters, you know, he could win the Euros, and people would be moaning that he didn't win the World Cup. Like, just no, nothing will do for them. Uh, which I think is a shame. Um, let's get into some of the comments here anyway. It should be <laughs> interesting. Probably getting slated here. Uh, Brian Baru, you wanted Ronaldo's jersey. Well, Brian, you should have just ran on the pitch and headed <laughs> towards Ronaldo. Speaking of which, actually, before we continue with this, and by the way, keep your comments coming in. Let's hear from you. Um, say what you want. It's live. Um, let's have a look here. Yes, the young lady, Addison Whelan. I wonder any relation to Ronnie or Glenn. So, obviously, she ran on the pitch. Oh, here we go. Ran on the pitch, got Ronaldo's jersey, and was absolutely delighted with herself. You know, fair play. But then her world almost came crashing down, and it was outrage where there was talk that she was going to get a €3,000 fine. Um, now, obviously, the FBI... Uh, came out quite quick to dismiss that and uh, let me just take that banner off there uh, Carl Dervin came out and confirmed from the Football Association of Ireland that we want to reassure Addison uh, that of course she will not face any fine for running onto the pitch and asking for Ronaldo's jersey so there you go uh, Martin Prendergast who's not with us tonight um, you could when Callum O'Dowd is playing again uh, you can run on the pitch and you won't face a €3,000 fine um, probably open the floodgates for Martin there. Just, I mean, you know, it, it would be silly to uh, 
there's obviously security connotations and stuff like that but i mean to find it at three three thousand euro for a young girl i mean come on it's never going to happen is it um so i mean she, she was audacious and she got rewarded for it uh stephen ring i don't think you'll ever get rid of kenny doubters between brady and richard dunn was just laughable yeah um stephen ring do you think there's you know, we've heard a lot from Mick McCarthy's uh, allies and the, the media, former players, just shitting all over Kenny wherever, wherever they can. It seems to be a bit of a pattern there. Um, although it was nice to hear Ronnie Whelan actually come out. And um, he's a man, obviously, he loves, he wants Ireland playing good football. And, and he said he's seen enough, even if we lose to Luxembourg. Ronnie Whelan's words, not mine. Uh, Brian Brew again. I, if we didn't have a keeper, they would have scored. Who let this man on TV? Um, yes, Brian talked about Liam Brady's uh, comments there. Yes. I mean, that's, I, I, I thought that's what a goalkeeper's there for. That's what they do. They stop goals from happening. But there you go. Uh, Paul Cullerton. Josh Cullen had another great game. The Irish centre mid, uh, um, the Irish centre mid, and he and Jeff Henrik look to be developing good partnership midfield together. Do you know what? I must say, uh, Paul, I did. <laughs> I used to, not used to, I'm sure I will again, but, you know, we, we, we don't hold back on what we say here, unless it's about Stephen Kenny. I won't hear a word about Stephen Kenny. Um, but uh, we have, we've slated uh, Jeff Hendrick here on the podcast, and I have done it on my crudely written in crayon articles that I draw up every now and again. And I must say, Jeff Hendrick has really come on. He's been really good. Um, he has developed. In the Ireland, he won't play for Newcastle again, probably. Um, but he's doing really, really well, and I don't shudder anymore when I see his name on the team sheet. I understand it now. I get Jeff, Jeffrey. I get you. I get you, and your lovely Timothy hair and your two-inch passes. Uh, Colm, just a quick hello. As expecting a call in half an hour. Brady acted like a bitter bastard last night. You know things are bad when Sally's one being positive. Yes. Um, you know, to be fair to Richie, he was kind of sitting on the fence a little bit in the whole thing. He said he kept a level head. Um, I'll let you guys decide that one. Um, let's move on. James Carlin. I love the fact failed managers like Brady feels confident to comment on the fortunes of other managers. Yeah, that's fair. Um, oh, I wish I had. There's a clip. There's a clip of him. Um, when he's Brighton manager and it's all going wrong, it's phenomenal. Oh, if I wasn't solo, I'd actually put it out there. It's phenomenal where he gives an interview to BBC South Coast. It's brilliant. Um, actually, that's the, that you guys must have seen it. It's the one where he where um, if it wasn't for the fact that a goalkeeper made a great save, that they um, let me try and find this. Um, that if he didn't make a great save that basically they would have lost this game to a really uh, crap team. And he said, that is what um, goalkeepers are paid for. Do I have it on video? Oh, I don't. I'm going I'm to share that later on. I'm going to share that later on. I'll find that one. Brilliant, anyway. Um, Colm, he made uh, Hames a Celtic job. Yes, he did. And Brighton. Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, Brady says this is the worst campaign 25 years with a win on Sunday and we finished third in the group which is the same as mixed campaign the campaign where we got to the Euros in 2016 better than Brian Kerr's in 20, in 2005 not to stick the boot in the Brian Kerr better than the shit show that was it better no I think we finished third didn't we uh, with Stan well 
Stan slash um, Don Givens. And we finished third with Brian Kerr as well um, at the Euro 2004 one. So, yeah, yet again, Stephen, you're looking at this. I, 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 I like logic. I might not sound like I like logic. Um, but I like an argument to fit. But people are trying to fit something into an argument to make the re- argument more ve- uh, relevant and valid. Um, it should, you know, it's like science. Don't force the science. Let the science explain what's happening. And they're trying to force the science on this. And they're coming out with all sorts of nonsense. And that's one of them as well. Um, Aileen, I hope I'm pronouncing that. How are you? Aileen Tobin. Uh, Lean wasn't negative. He was honest. We beat uh, nothing, played against an average Portugal team. We lost Portugal for fuck's sakes. Are you being honest or negative, Aileen? Um, listen, he's entitled to his opinion, and as you were entitled to yours, as I'm entitled to mine. Um, look, we lost Luxembourg, but do you not accept um, the other Kenny doubters out there that, he, you know, he took over a very, I'd say an aging team with some very good young players uh, coming through, which he coached through it on a 21 level on a 21 level now not every youth player uh, makes it they don't and he did say this himself you look at the under um 21s or the under 18s uh that won the euros under brian Kerr. a lot of those guys fell away there was only like two or three that really made it um as top top pros but he brought those young lads in he's brought a lot of them in now one or two are probably falling away a little bit um you could say the same about aaron Connolly. he's struggling big time at brighton at the moment and he's brought those in. He's had COVID, and he has have he's had had COVID issues to deal with. He's had injuries. He's had scandals. Well, storm the teacup really, um, with with the uh, the England, excuse me, with the England game and all that. So he's had a lot to deal with, and he's had people that have just not wanted him to have the job. They just wanted him gone because he's a League of Ireland manager. He's had a lot of shit to put up with, and through all of that, now at the other end of the back, okay, we're out of the campaign, but. You know, it looks like now we're on an uptick. You know, Aileen, Amo, Amo who said it. Look, there we go. Amo has spoken. So there you are. That's all you need to know on that one. Um, come again. Owen Ham was interviewed earlier. I'm backing some lad from Arsenal takeover from Kenny potentially. That sounds rather vague and interesting. Brian Brew again. Kenny stays off a year and a half of COVID injuries and transitions. He hasn't even had a chance yet. I, I agree with that, Brian. He's had a lot to deal with. Somebody, people trying to compare this to Steve Staunton. I haven't read the rest of the comments. Someone trying to compare this to Steve Staunton is nonsense. Absolute fucking nonsense. Um, he's had to build a team from scratch, build a philosophy. That went up a lot of people's arses sideways because how dare a League of Ireland manager talk about philosophy? How dare he indeed? Um, Kieran Boyle, matter of bollocks, what style and who's playing? There's no recognized goal scorer, anyone to rely on to score regularly. Half chances and pings from outside the box won't get you qualified. That there's some truth to that, Kieran. We are in desperate need um, of a goal scorer, and unfortunately, you know, two of them at the moment are having issues at club levels. Um, Michael Abafemi uh, was dropped at the weekend for uh, disciplinary issues. Um, he seems like a nice lad, Michael, so we, you know. Uh, put them down to use and of course there have been issues with Aaron Connolly as well you know they're two strikers I did think Adam Ida though did okay when he came on but is he going to get you several goals probably not you know um, but we are Kieran we are reckon as you so eloquently put we are reckon 
Uh, so we are uh, lacking a goal scorer. Uh, Sam McCarthy. I'm actually excited about Kenny and the team. Good man, Sam. Uh, all these young players coming through early in their careers all have a point to prove. The next Nations League campaign could be fantastic. It could be. We haven't won a game in the Nations League. Um, you know, and we were relegated from the Nations League under Martin O'Neill and still qualified for a playoff uh, that Mick got us, which he, he didn't. Um, so, yeah, I've been saying it. I think we're only a few months away from having a tight little football team. Um and we competed with a very good Portugal side. Yes, they rested a lot of stars, but we still competed with them. You know, we, we still caused some problems. We played some good football. We had the same, um, just read some of the stats here. 49% possession for Ireland, up 51 for Portugal, doing an Alan Partridge there. 12 shots each, two shots on target for Ireland, three for Portugal, four corners each, 13, 12 fouls respectively. So, you know, we're doing, a, it's, it's not terrible. You know, we're not getting hammered by these teams. Um, Ken Gorey, on a Kenny, we've not scored in 53% of our games. That is the worst record of any manager in history. We had to organise a friendly against the door to avoid him equaling McMinga's record 12 games out of the win. We're toothless. No shots on target inside the box last night or Serbia. We're a shambles. <laughs> tell us what you really think, Ken. I, okay, I mean, if they're the stats you tell me, I'll, I'll take your word for it, okay? But he's, he's still building something, you know? It doesn't happen um overnight and i don't know what people expected just you know oh yeah we got all these premier league players you know no we have players that were signed by premier league player by premier league teams but they weren't playing for premier league teams they were sitting on the bench you know he's had a lot to deal with and he's had to bring a lot of players through and I think we're getting better. I, I really do. I'm like Alan Partridge. I, I still believe in the night. I still believe um, it's going good. Uh, Jamie McGreal. I no longer fear watching us. We probably could and should have beaten them last night, but the progression of the campaign has been very positive. Well done, Jamie McGreal. McGraw? McGreal? Um, sorry, Jamie. Um, I've been in England for too long. Yes. We're, we actually play a bit of football now. It's not just hit it over the top, you know, and get the little runoffs, little burst football, this kind of shit you know we're actually getting on the ball and we're playing it um george robinson next up living in new south wales i'm gonna presume um i think the best is yet to come from ireland good man george some great um young talent i'm gonna presume you meant uh coming along in the next few years i agree brady what is the hurry for a new contract oh you're almost there george nah give him the contract come on give give him the contract um just give it to him Peter Sullivan, Kenny is turning the tide. Hendrick is playing best ball in years. He is. He's actually playing. I. He's actually doing well. He's consistently playing quite well. I'm. I'm pleasantly surprised. It's like finding. It's like finding a tenner in your pocket. You're like Jesus. Um, John Mulroy, get, Kenny's definitely the man for managing the team. It's not often uh, we match stats in a game against the likes of Portugal. I'd be surprised if we don't blow away Luxembourg on Sunday. Oh, oh. Now, let's, <laughs> let's temper that positivity, uh, John. But I do agree with you, you know. Um, but listen, I'm going to say this now. Um, I'm probably I'm going to be accused of being an apologist and, uh, you know, world champions and moral victories. And that other far um elitism shite that we seem to do you know no it's it's not good enough this is the same you know i luxembourg have their shit together and i've always said it in the campaign nine you know the talent having a decent side will get you you know having good players will, will only get you so far you need to have your shit together and luxembourg have theirs um so i do expect us to 
beat them because now we are starting to get our shit together um, and we obviously have better talent than they do but they won't be any mugs they won't be easy but yes we should we should beat them and hopefully hopefully we do we, we do and then Kenny gets the contract and then we all live happily ever after uh, Grania hiya Grania uh, brilliant game Aviva was buzzing very disappointed that VAR didn't check our goal what's the point of having him to don't even use it great performance from a boys bring on Luxembourg hashtag in Kenny we trust absolutely Grania I was sitting in the vintage pub um, after the game, munching on a bag of chips on a chipper because the chippers in England are shite. And we we actually got to see the goal on Twitter. And Kenny McCoy, I'm sure he wants to be called Kenny now, not Ken, because we're actually doing all right. And he saw it and he went off one. That was him that wrote uh, that bit. I call the referee a bollocks because he was a bollocks. And he went off one because, as you rightfully point out, and as Kenny pointed out, um, the referee, he comes from La Liga. He's trained. Okay, there's a bit of argy-bargy. And, you know, you let the play go out, especially if it's around the goal mouth. Let the play go out. Let the ball hit the back of the net. Then blow. Check VAR. And then is it a foul out or is it a goal? That's what he's supposed to do. But because he um, didn't do that and he blew the whistle before the ball hit the back of the net, VAR couldn't do a thing. So really poor. Goes to show you that that referee was just, just wanted to give... Um, Portugal everything you know and that's another thing as well we've had some really poor decisions go against us uh the game against in Serbia you know Ronaldo should have been off uh in the first game the referee was just a Ronaldo fanboy uh the game against Serbia we should have had a penalty now eh, whether that would affect the outcome I don't know but we should have had a penalty so we've had some really poor decisions uh, as well you know uh so was it ourselves BC oh yeah sorry Peter <laughs> it was um it was we <laughs> We were having um, sort of like a little flap outside because we normally go through the ones, you know, we were, we were kind of to, I suppose we were looking at the pitch a bit more to the left, but we were actually, we're normally front row actually behind the goal. Um, but yeah, so we, we we couldn't figure it out, but we did eventually. It was Tornasol C, so well-spotted young man. Uh, Declan Meany. Was that the game last night? Firstly, fantastic atmosphere. Yes, it was. But both Liam and Richie make good points, to be fair. If we lose a draw against uh, Lo uh, Luxembourg, then the doubts are back again, as it seems we can only get ourselves up for the big games and not the smaller nations, which has a lot to do with the manager, not just the players. Great performance against Portugal are then really forgotten, but as it'll be remembered for finishing fourth in, let's be honest, we grew the positives, though. I agree with, my, with a lot of that. Um, but, you know, we, we beat Qatar. And we smashed Azerbaijan away from home. So they're not big teams. Um, but, you know, I do agree with most of that. Carl McCoy, first game with a full crowd. Kenny making positive strides forward. Made mistakes picking younger players. Has learned from those errors. Encouraging to see a team passing. Yes, he has. He is And he is learning. And we did say this. We actually said this about, and it's the same with Mick McCarthy was Ireland manager. He was only 36 when he got the job. I think Mick McCarthy was 36, 37. Uh, he had retired uh, I think he'd only retired like three, four years from Millwall. He's player manager for a bit there. Could be wrong on that one, but you know, there are thereabouts. And he made terrible mistakes. Terrible mistakes. And actually, today's the anniversary, 25th anniversary of uh, John Aldridge retiring because of those mistakes because he, he played Alan Moore instead of uh, John Aldridge in a nil nil draw against uh, uh, Iceland. And Aldo quit there and then because of that so you know he has to learn Kenny and he is starting to learn and he's still making a few little errors here and there um I wouldn't have started Abijeni 
for me, uh, or uh, uh, I think I'm pronouncing his name incorrectly, Obeni. Obeni? I think it's Obeni. Uh, apologies, I'm brutal with names. Um, I thought he grew into the game, but to start him, he was he was getting pushed off the ball quite easily, actually. We had a great view of this because we were, we were watching him. We were in line with his position, and he, he did show the fact he was a League One player up against Champions League players, etc. Um, but he did get better as the game went on, so I'll give him credit for that. But I would have brought McLean on up front. I would have put him on up front. I wouldn't have played him as a left-back, uh, frankly. I think we needed someone to be a bit more direct and fearless, and I think McLean would have given us that. But you know what? Stephen Kenny, he is definitely learning. Come, never mind not having a go at Kenny. Some people get all butthurt if you dare to say anything about Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, Rory stories um, on Twitter. He was given out about uh, people booing Ronaldo. That's what you do. Like it's, a, it's you know, it's a bit of fun. It's a bit of crack. Like it, it creates a bit. Of, you know, that's what football is about. You make it as hostile for the away team. You, you put them off. Like that's the whole thing. The Lansdowne roar. You know, that's that's what you do. Ronaldo, one of the greatest players of all time. Um, you know, he's in that argument. But although he does seem to be a, a blessing and a course for, for Portugal, they have to um they have to set up around him, which actually I think stifles the team more. But he's one of those he you know can score at any moment. But yeah, you know, of course they're gonna people should fucking boom. Like, you know, as long as they're not although there were a few ones say dance about him uh, last night. We'll go into that. Paddy Jennings, Gavin Bazunu is going to be a top goalkeeper. Paddy Jennings, well, with a name like that, Paddy, I can't argue uh, with your opinion of Gavin Bazunu or on goalkeepers. Mark Lanan, uh, we are building some momentum now, which is good to see. Yes, we are, Mark, and that's the important thing about it. Uh, Stephen Rain, give Kenny the contract. Players are more consistent. Uh, Duffy's interview last night proved that. Looking forward to getting my season ticket in January. Good man, Stephen. So am I. I absolutely can't wait for it. Um, and you know, there was sorry, I lost the train of thought there for a second. I was about to write an article, uh, before I got on the plane home. And do you remember Jason McAteer coming out and he was saying that all oh, the players won't respect Kenny? What other bollocks? Uh, the players love playing for Kenny. I noticed it at guitar, I was sitting in the front first couple of rows there, uh, in the West End, and I was watching the players so having a bit of crack on the pitch now. It's easy to do that when you're winning, of course. But they were smiling. They were happy. They like this manager. They now have a manager who comes out and goes, um, you know, you can play. John Egan should be playing in the, cha in the Champions League. Now, nah, maybe he's blowing smoke up his arse a little bit. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Uh, there are worse players playing in the Champions League than John Egan, uh, definitely. But, you know, that's somebody, you know, th this is different. Where we've gone from, you know, we, where in the past we had, oh, I don't have a Robbie Keane. Where's Robbie? You know, Robbie's retired. Robbie's gone. Let it go, Martin. Brian Clough, all this kind of shit. Martin O'Neill, that is, not Martin Prendergast. Uh, I've done enough picking on him. But yeah, you know, we, we finally have a manager who believes in his players and goes, you can play football. You can play the top teams. You can knock it about. I believe in you. I believe in the philosophy. You make a mistake. Blame the blame. Don't blame the player. Blame me. Blame the philosophy. The, the philosophy comes to the manager. There's that word again, the P word. How dare a League of Ireland manager say philosophy? But anyway, um, Shane McAllister just shows how many non-Ireland fans went to the game last night just for Ronaldo with that many tweets this morning giving out about being opposing players. I've been hearing that since I was about 10 when I got my first season ticket. Exactly, Shane. That's fucking what it's about. That's, that's exactly what it's about. You know, it's, a, it's about... It's harmless. 
Well, it should be harmless. If if not, it, you're in the wrong. Now, if you're chanting some personal stuff, that's a bit different. Um, I have heard some things going to Anfield over the year about um, John Terry um, and his mother going out with a Liverpoolian at the time. Uh, I won't repeat the uh, chant, but you know that that it's a bit different. But if you just boon somebody, that's what you do. We've been doing it for years. It's great. It's a bit of crack. Um, Brian Baru. We need someone scouting properly. Connor Bradley went to my school and played for Tyrone. Now he's playing for the North. Bradley, uh, badly missed opportunity. Okay. Um, I, I hundred percent. Yes, we absolutely. You know, we're a small island. Um, we need as many because we don't have the system in place. We need as many great players. We need to get them in. One hundred percent. Um. Ken Gorey, few others like Bradley and Tom Moen's side, uh, Finn McNulty, etc., need to be capped before they become another Grealish and Rice. I reckon just just tell them that, you know, during a competitive game. Say, look, we won't play. We just put you on the bench because we're short of players. And then when he's not looking, just fuck him on the pitch. <laughs> there you go. Um, Carl McCoy, first game I was ever at. 11 years of age, my dad. He didn't know I knew some of the derogatory words I used that day. Let's be fair. I didn't know. Um, at the time, what the referees a wanker really meant, but it, shout, it shouted at the top of my lungs. Um, yep, I remember my grandfather used to say, refer Oh, you know, he thought he was being bold by saying the referee's a wagon. <laughs> that, that's an old one there, anyway. Um, but I think we're going to wrap that one up. But thank you very much for your comments. I know it was a little bit short. Um, Obviously, we we would rather do this at the end of a game straight away. And we're going to do that for, for Luxembourg, which should be interesting. So we're going to have a post-match show live straight after the Luxembourg game because I'm not going to Luxembourg, sadly. I think Martin is. Martin is going to Luxembourg. He's probably on the team plane right now somehow. Um, but we're definitely going to be doing that. And we're going to be looking to getting um, to doing a live post-match show um, hopefully the home games as well. I'm going to be going to all the home games, so are the lads as well, but we need to get the old media passes. We couldn't get them, obviously, during COVID. Um, yeah, I suppose we're, 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 we're relative newcomers. Um, or maybe, maybe we've been a little bit too critical of things. Um, so obviously, we, we were down at the bottom of the list. Um, and basically, uh, yeah, and then it was pausing it, so probably not the best game to come back in. So it's fine, but hopefully we'll get back on it again. Um, just reading here, night, um, calm. David, could you broadcast by 15 minutes after the game so you can see about the studio shenanigans? Oh, <laughs> God, it's not, it's not as exciting as you think. Trust me. Uh, Savacardi, nice one, everyone. Um, interesting chat. Looking forward to Sunday. Yes, so am I, Sam. And hopefully we'll see you guys all again on Sunday. And hopefully we get a nice, um, positive result as well. And just one more before I definitely am going to go. Uh, John Daly. It's uh, building to be a great team. We're all part of Kenny's army. All the best, my friends, traveling to the away game. And absolutely, if you're going to the away match, fair play to you. Uh, be safe. Um, have a great time. And I know you'll you'll give our our fans abroad. Um, absolutely, you'll you'll keep our reputation being the best fans in the world abroad. Definitely uh, going. But listen, good night, everybody. Thank you for joining. Sorry, it's not a bit longer, but we we, we thought we'd get something out there. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for supporting the page and the podcast. We've a load of stuff coming your way. Um, unfortunately, life has sort of gotten away anyway. But um, 
We'll see you guys on Sunday. Come on, you boys in green. And hold on. Slick edit. Wait, where, where is it now? Let me get the video up. Here we go. Look at this, lads. Faultless. <laughs>